Oh, welcome back to watching the game. I'm your host as always, Orgaisa, joined by my two co-hosts, Idris and Eunice. And we have a special guest today to recap all the NBA X and my boy Anas. How are you guys doing? Let's right into it because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we almost know us first, Idris. Let's just get the big one out the way, talk about KD. Okay, man, that's that's not the big one, bro. Come on. Come on, the big one is Mason Plumlee. What? what did they get? It was, was it only Reggie Jackson? My boy, brother Kyrie. Whoa, don't forget a second-round pick, man. Two. <laughs> There's a... This was the most second-round picks I've ever seen traded, like, in history. Which is not fair, because they took away our second-round picks for the Bulls, and we couldn't do anything because of it. Very bogus. If you guys shouldn't have tempered. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not like everybody else already does it. Um, <laughs> okay, but yeah, we'll talk. Okay, no. It's not who does it. It's who gets caught. You guys got caught. So. Okay, wait. KD or Kyrie first? Let's do Kyrie. Let's go chronological order. Okay, so that was Kyrie for... Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, 2029 unprotected first, and um, two seconds, right? So, first of all, unbelievable steal. Dallas, did you, the game yesterday was crazy. Like, Luca was just sitting on the bench. He was, like, so happy that he finally had somebody who could play besides him. How do you feel Kyrie and Luca will match up together on the same team? Uh, That'd be awesome, dude. It's going to be better than CP3 and Harden were. Because it's oh, like yeah. that on steroids. Oh, yeah. Um, Luca's better than Harden, and Kyrie is better than Chris Paul. So the thing about that trade, I I love how Dallas got to keep their uh, their offseason signee Christian Wood. It was a smart move. I mean, getting rid of Dinwiddie, I guess. I mean, they could deal with that, but Finney Smith was kind of a blow for them because defensively they're not that strong of a team, and he was like the key player on their defense. Yeah, I was kind of hoping they would get like. Matisse Stiebel or something to replace him because they need more defense. But they've like recreated, basically they recreated the team from last year. So just Kyrie instead of Brunson, Jalen Hardy instead of um, what's his face instead of Dinwiddie, and Josh Green instead of Dorian Finney-Smith, and then also add Christian Wood. So. They're basically at least as good as they were last year, if not better now. And, you know, I was I was going to say, definitely they would make the Western Conference Finals Um, before, you know, the bigger news. Dude, it, I don't know. I don't, I have no predictions for, to, for the West right now. When does Christian Wood come back from injury? Probably like next week. And Luke will come back, back next week. What came back? Yes, the Nets are still making the playoffs. No, hell, yeah. they might. If they drop from fourth, I mean, come on, bro, they're going to drop below. Okay, 
there's no way they stand ahead of let's see bro they still have a solid team i don't know you man can't promise that they're yeah, not staying team. ahead of the heat they're not staying ahead of the knicks they're not staying ahead of the hawks they're not staying ahead of the bulls no there's seven games above the plan right now i think they'll be fine yeah nah you no, know, no. The Wizards or the Pacers. The Wizards or the Pacers would have to take. If they power. listen, bro. If they lose the Bulls today, they're only five games ahead of the Bulls, and then they don't have KD for another five games, at least. KD and they're gonna play KD Philly. Ball. They're gonna KD play. Ball. They're gonna play Philly, the Knicks, the Heat, the Bulls again, the Hawks, the Bucks, the Knicks, the Celtics. Really. They're gonna, bro. They'll no. probably, they'll they're probably gonna, still be the ten. Yeah, bro. In order for that, like, they'll probably still be the ten seed to make it to the play and have a chance to. You know, besides the point though, well, how is Spencer Dinwiddie just landing in? And he's already starting over Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas is not on the starting line. Wait, seriously? I swear to God, Spencer Dinwiddie's starting over him. I I looked at the lineup today and it threw me off. I didn't see it. My boy Cam Thomas on there. Cam Thomas. Wow, they're actually doing him so pretty. I know. He never gets back. That's That might be the most disrespectful thing they've ever done. No wonder why KD and Kyrie wanted out. No wonder why I smile, man. He has nothing to smile back about. It ain't shit funny. <laughs> shit funny when you play for the Brooklyn Nets. Bro. Oh my God. That is crazy. So, I mean, like, it honestly wasn't a terrible trade for the Nets because Kyrie was going to leave. <laughs> But I mean, I thought what the Nets should have done was just keep Kyrie, try go all in on this season, and then if that doesn't work, blow it up in the off season because they'd still they'd still get something in the off season for Kyrie because they'd have to do a sign and trade with the Lakers, and then they would still get a big offer for KD. Jolt side. What my thing is. Trading Kyrie for uh like win now places, and then immediately pivoting and trading Kevin Durant, which makes no sense. Because if you were just gonna go complete hard reset, then I probably would have took the Russell Westbrook and, and the two first round picks trade instead of the Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith. Especially because you aren't able to flip Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie, so it was basically now those guys are basically just gonna sit on your team and do nothing. Until no, at least the off season, I guess. No, seriously, I, they, the Nets are poorly run, man. Like, they would be saved. They would have been saved if uh, KD's shoe size was just half a half a size smaller. But man, they they don't know what they're doing over there. Even Kyrie was like, "Oh yeah, good. He got good thing that he got out of there." Yes. <laughs> he actually said that. Yeah, he literally, uh, man. All right, let's, all right. Let's go to the other big fish then. Um, what was I gonna say? So, well, okay, it was KD and TJ Warren for Jay Crowder, Malik, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, four first round picks, unprotected, had a pick swap. Then they went and they took Jay Crowder, sent him to the Bucks for five first round picks. No, no, five second round picks. Right, so okay. So they ended up getting, so they ended up getting, uh, four first round picks, four first round picks to swap, five second round picks, Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. 
That's so okay. Bridges and Cam Johnson, you probably can build around or somewhat. I don't, I don't know what they're. Yeah, they're solid role players, but they're not like they're not. I don't know. I don't know if they can be foundation. Yeah, I know, especially because Mikel Bridges is already twenty six. Jeez, dude. Why did they not wait till the off season, dude? This is so stupid. This is actually like they did not think about this through at all. They're gonna be terrible. Unless KD really wanted to leave, I don't know if he did. I think they, I think they wanted to be proactive. I don't think, I think KD would have been okay with staying and finishing off the season. But I guess they wanted to be proactive. Makes no sense. And the other thing is like they now, yeah. Also, they have so many wings now. They don't really have I mean, for now, I guess we could just assume that they're just rebuilding this season. Uh, we'll see what they do in the offseason. I, uh, I mean, I agree with you guys. Like, their team, like, that team is literally full of guards. There's no big men or forwards. Besides clacks. So, like, they're trying to rebuild around Cam Thomas, Claxton... And um, Mikal Bridges and Cameron Johnson, apparently. They don't really have yeah, any. If I'm, if I'm then, is the offseason, anyone but Cam Thomas, Cam Johnson, or Clax can go. I'd, I'd trade Mikal Bridges. I'd trade Doe. I'd trade Royce O'Neal. I'd trade Dinwiddie. Anybody. Anybody and everybody can go. This is literally, it's, it's so funny to me that this is the second time where they trade all their picks. They have a couple good seasons, and then immediately, they they like try to trade those. They lose those stars, or they try to trade them again to get some picks back. And the picks they get back are terrible, and they're not gonna have top picks in the next few years. This year, at least, Man, I just it makes sense to tank because the Rockets only have a swap, and they're already top five anyway. So they can nab a top ten pick somehow if they fall out of the play-in. Yeah, they have the sun picks. You'll be able to get two solid young pieces to come in. And the the Nets are just going to be irrelevant for like five years now. Sad, yeah. But I feel bad for them because like, like anyone is doing that. If any franchise, if they have the option to sign Kyrie and KD, what was it three years ago? Any or maybe even four? Yeah. Four years. years ago, any franchise has taken that opportunity, man. Oh yeah, and no, it just sucks because like the butterfly effect is crazy. If KD had a sprint behind the line, like mm-hmm. we're probably talking about the downfall of Giannis and the Bucks. Um, on the Sun side, so now you've got a starting lineup of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. TJ Warren, I think, will start. and uh, That might be a little weird. And then DeAndre. I don't think they're going to start Warren. They'll probably go with... I don't want maybe Sarich or uh, Biombo. So they actually traded Sarich, too. I forgot. That that was one of those really weird trades. They traded Sarich for uh, Darius Baisley. Yeah, but I don't... Darius Baisley isn't good enough to start. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Their problem now... Troy. 
They've got how tall is Tory Craig? Maybe they could put Tory Craig at the three. The problem now is they have literally zero bench. Like yeah, Tory Craig is okay off the bench. Campaign is okay off the bench. Biombo's okay off the bench, but like they for them for them it's gonna be buyout market first and foremost. Reggie Jackson is gonna get bought out. I would think they'd have to probably try and go snag him. Uh, but if it's them, it's going to be try and get a body or two in the buyout market and then just stay healthy. I mean, they can, they cannot afford an injury. Obviously, injury would hurt like any team, but this team in particular, man, they are like razor thin in terms of depth. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, it doesn't really matter too much because when you have, you know, KD, Booker, Chris Paul, you're going to be fine no matter what. Like, they're going to be playing 38, 36 minutes a game at least in the playoffs anyway. So not the worst thing, but they do need a couple of guys there. Um, The funniest thing would be if the Suns and Mavericks matched up in the playoffs. That would absolutely be the most chaotic thing I could ever hit. I mean, I could see a first round. I could see it. I don't know about first round. But I think right now it would be a first round matchup. I think it ends up being like a second round matchup. So right now the West, you've got yeah. like, if I were to pick four teams to make the semifinals, I would go with Denver, Dallas, Phoenix. And the Lakers. No. <laughs> That last spot's wide open. I, I think, like, my first three, I think I'm definitely four. And then the last spot is just wide open between Memphis, Sac- Sacramento, Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans, Warriors, I guess, Timberwolves? Timberwolves? I don't know. <laughs> Good one, buddy. I mean, I don't know anymore. Oh, they lost Dilo. I mean, they got Conley. Okay, so that's the other trade. The the other big trade from yesterday, before the KD. The Lakers are saved. Lakers freaking destroyed everybody. They got D'Angelo Russell. They got um, well, okay. They got Malik Beasley and Malik Beasley, and um, who's the guy? And Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, I just told you Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley. Sorry, man. I Utah got. Westbrook, who they're going to buy out, and the Lakers 2027 first round pick, which is top four protected. And then the Timberwolves got Mike Conley and Nikhil Alexander Walker in three seconds. So, this one, first of all, I think, okay, Lakers definitely got the best out of this trade because Russell is going to be better for the Lakers than he was for the Timberwolves because he has to be, he's less of like, Russell is a good player, but he's not a great point guard, right? And they have basically LeBron running point, so they just need him to be, like, a decent shooter who can occasionally create a shot for himself. They got Beasley, who's a good wing. They needed an upgrade at the wing. And then they got Vanderbilt, who's going to be great at the four. A good rebounder and a good defender. And not only that, Although they lost Thomas Bryant to the Nuggets, they get Mo freaking Bamba. Okay, no, that's 
I don't know why everyone's hyping that up. He's not good. He's a great backup center. No, man. He's... There's a reason the Magic gave him up for a second-round pick, basically, because they're going to get rid of Beverly. He's not that guy. Like, honestly, I think I think Brian is better. Probably, but they got to play in a tough spot because, you know. Yeah, he did. Brian, he did ask. Oh, I mean. He's not terrible. Like, it's not. I mean, they made good moves. Like, like at least they replaced Brian. And getting rid of Beverly, I, even though Beverly was good, is like, they have so many guards, so it kind of makes sense. Even though they kind of did him dirty. He's bad, but like, he plays with heart and effort. And then Utah got... Westbrook in the first. So Utah just Utah's tanking. I mean, they know that, but I feel like they could have gotten a little more than just one top four protected first. Like really? Looking for true. It seems like a lot of people want Conley and Beasley and Vanderbilt. Like it seemed like if they traded each of those guys separately, they could have gotten like more. A much bigger like field. I feel like uh, LeBron's going all in now, and he's forgetting that he needs to save some picks for his sons. <laughs> yes. LeBron's happy they traded the pick, bro. He's he's probably been dreading that they would be like, "Oh no, we don't want to trade those picks." At least they finally, they finally actually trade, you know, traded one. Even though, like, you know, they missed out on Kyrie, but they got a decent consolation prize. Yeah, and honestly, I'd say. Giving up only one of the picks and getting three very good rotational players instead of giving up both and only getting Kyrie. Honestly, I like them. They don't honestly, obviously you don't get like the higher end like like star, but it's, it's a, like you said, a very good consolation prize. And then from the Timberwolves, um, they traded. So it just seems like Russell and Anthony Edwards weren't really gonna work out. And they had to extend Russell this off season, so I think they just realized like, oh yeah, we're not, we don't think he's gonna work out with us long term. Let's not extend him. So they get Conley, who's a better pure point guard. Obviously, he's older, but you know he had decent chemistry with Gobert, and he's under contract at yeah, least one more season. That's a part that that I think is getting underrated, to be honest. Is uh, is Conley's chemistry with Gobert? After the first year, they really they got it like decently clicking. I think that's an underrated. Uh, like, yeah, but do you think that that's enough, that chemistry and just the Timberwolves team as a whole is going to be enough for them to make the play in at least, or even the playoffs? They're definitely okay. The plan definitely. But my thing is like it's better than doing absolutely nothing. Like you had to try and do something, and so, so I I like this move. I think like when you look at the West. Before we get to more trades, like, right now, the top 10 is basically, like, I don't see anybody who's not in the top 10 right now ending up in there. Like, like, okay, Rockets are between the Lakers. Oh, shoot. I forgot the Lakers. (laughs) Okay, wait. Rockets (laughs) Rockets and Spurs are done. The Thunder. Lakers will jump to the Blazers. The Jazz are going to fall because they just traded 
like how about the kings? Players. The kings, man. No, kings are gonna stay up. Kings are really good. Like I wish the kings, the kings should have traded for KD, man. That would have been crazy. I yeah, think would, but the thing is, thing that they could do. I'll tell you why they, but they, they as a franchise have been so bad for so long, and they finally have something going. I think that front office is like scared of doing something drastic and just fuck everything up. I think that's why they didn't do anything. And honestly, I don't blame them. I don't fault them at all. But it's KD. I don't know. I I would have. Like who they gave up? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Let me let me pull up the pick. The pick they gave up for Herder is like weird. It was like right in the middle to where they like can't really trade any pick any other picks. They could probably trade three firsts and a swap, and then I'm just I they don't have it because uh because the pick they not at all like in the middle so. Not at all. So, like, with the fight, yeah, I don't think so. Because so, the fight in rule, it's like right in the middle. It's like twenty twenty four or something. I don't know. So twenty twenty five. I don't know how they how they did it. That's what I've heard. At least. Well, let me see. From my main man, Kentrell Beachum. First round pick, future first. Lottery protected in 2012. Oh. Oh, okay. That's annoying. Maybe. I see what you mean. Players, I mean, I feel like they could have they could have done Barnes. Just to match salary. Keegan Murray. Davion Mitchell. Why would you give up your rookie, though? Keegan Murray's pretty decent. For KD, man. It's Kevin Durant. <laughs> you think he's going to want to go to Sacramento? Come on. Probably not. Rashawn Holmes. Okay, yeah, that works. Barnes, Holmes, Keegan Murray, Davion Mitchell. Like, bro, honestly, wouldn't you rather have Keegan Murray and Davion Mitchell than Mikal Bridges and Cameron Johnson? Honestly, maybe. Honestly, yeah. If I'm going full reset... Well, the thing is, I don't know if they want to go full reset because it's not like they have their picks. My God, it's such a weird situation. I, I get it, though. Um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, there was nothing. There would have been big critiques no matter what they did, whether they full reset or where they did what they did, which is get, like, solid role players. Um. Okay, other... Big trades. Let's see. So Jay Crowder afterwards, yeah, he got traded to the Bucks finally after months of speculation. Basically for a bunch of second round picks and their third string players. I I, I know they need a more, but can we not act like Jay Crowder is like good or something? Oh, you know what? I, had... <laughs> I mean, it's not good. Week, and they were like. His veteran presence and his defensive skills is all Milwaukee beats just to add to their super team, you know? It was like uh, Jay Crowder joins the the Bucks as they look to fortify their championship culture. As in the past three seasons, Jay Crowder had been to the NBA Finals two times and been a part of a 64-win season. 
And I'm like, yeah, because those finals appearances and that 64 win season were solely because of Jay Crowder. Also, he sucked no, in the finals. Every, both times he sucked in the finals. We're just not gonna. We're just gonna ignore that part. Like, come on. I get it. Like, he's the prototypical three and D wing, but he's not that good. He sat out the whole season, and the Suns have really not missed him. The Suns have struggled because Booker and Chris Paul got hurt, not because this guy is sitting out. I'm not saying it's a bad move for the Bucks. Like, who cares about second round picks? But no, it's not. You know, yeah, it's not a bad move for the Bucks. But if people are ending, acting like it's the end all be all, like this is the move to put the Bucks on the child. Like no, not at all. Um, yeah, and then the Pacers just got a couple second round picks and then absorbed, you know, Nora Hill and Ibaka, who all are bad. And then the Nets got three seconds. So I mean, decent for the Nets to flip. I kind of like that for the Pacers. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's probably the only thing that actually matters to them because Hill and Ibaka are, like, you know, not good and old anyway. Honestly, they'll probably get bought out. I would probably look at them, or not the Nets, sorry, the Suns, because they're probably both, well, um, I don't want to say probably, but they might both get bought out. Bio, you're looking at Beverly, Westbrook, Reggie Jackson, those guys. George Hill will stay. Maybe Ibaka gets bought out. I... I tell you, three teams. Okay, three teams. Like, okay, Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson, Westbrook are going to these three teams. I don't know how, but they're going to these three teams: Clippers, Heat, Bulls. Bulls and uh, Heat made zero moves, and the Clippers, they only, only the only point guard right now is had what did you say? Uh, about Pat Riley? Like he was, he actually slept. He was actually sleeping. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we're talking about the trade deadline, but like on a side note, the real person that has uh, some job security issues is the base, man. Although we need to find a different house, bro. What is this guy saying? <laughs> what? <laughs> what now? Oh, Eunice, you didn't see. We, me and Arthur were having a, have a having an argument about Donovan Mitchell versus Zach Levine versus Devin Booker. <laughs> bro, tell him Devin Booker is better than. Zach Levine, please. I will stay by this right now. Donovan Mitchell, greater than Zach Levine, greater than Devin Booker. I will stand by this. Bro, put your homerism to the side, bro. And how do you believe that Donovan Mitchell won Booker 2, Levine 3? Yes, and I believe that you can... When I pulled up, I literally pulled up his stats because I said, like, Levine is 80, 85% of... Mitchell and Levine and Arthur was like, no way. And then I pulled up his stats and I was literally like, bro, he's literally within two points of him averages. He shoots better from the field percentage wise. And like you gotta watch, you gotta Mitchell, watch okay, game, Mitchell man. averages like Mitchell averages like one more assist per game, less turnover per game. Come on. It's you not even box score watching. watching. I'm just telling the truth. You, you box score watch it's not box score man so it's both you combining numbers and watching them play all right let's combine numbers donovan mitchell career 70 point games yeah oh okay 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 that's career seventy. that's what we're doing what zach zach levine career 70 point games zero career games with 13 threes made in a game zach levine one donovan mitchell zero devin booker zero 
Although that's statistically insignificant, man. That's an outlier. Okay. Playoff series with playoff series with not fair. Mitchell was on a team <laughs> with the defensive player of the year every season. Levine was they not. Made that team go. You think okay they they literally made the playoffs back to back seasons before he got there. You think Donovan Mitchell could be the number one player on championship here? That's God damn it, that's actually a very tough question. I don't know. We got a decent shambles. Done for. That's no, that's that's like a whole different argument though. That like the whole can this guy be the number one option on a championship team thing is just a whole different option. Uh, talk. Why? Because like, I think, because I think Booker and Mitchell can. I don't think Levine can. I honestly, because Levine, I don't think Booker can. Why do you think they just traded for KD? That is true. Can yeah, I mean? Actually, yeah, that's a very good point. Mitchell, I'm, I'm, I've always liked Mitchell. Like, I, okay, I'm honestly, I, I've never really liked Booker that much. I've always liked Mitchell. I like Levine because he came to the Bulls. That's, it's just a hard question to ask because you see the Suns made the freaking finals with him and they were up 2 0. So you think, oh, yeah, they can, but they didn't get it done. And now they traded for KD probably because they think they need insurance. Mm-hmm. That, that's just a whole other like debate that we can get into a different time. Now is not oh, the time to that, this that's like this is like off season content. This is not oh, mid season content. Let's keep going. Reset, reset, reset. Okay. Next we've got um okay. Blazers get Matisse Stiebel. Hornets get a bunch of second round picks. And seventy mm-hmm. sixers get Jalen McDaniel. So Jalen or Jaden? Jalen. Jaden is still on the Timberwolves. So this is basically Sixers trading a teensy bit of defense for better offense because McDaniels much McDaniels can actually and, uh, play on offense. I like it because I mean when Matisse Thibault didn't even play. Like he legit he was so bad on offense. Which by the way, I don't understand. You're an NBA player. Like you're how are you not at the gym getting a better jump shot? When you're when you're already so good on defense, like why the, the Ben Simmons uh effect, bro? The Ben Simmons guy Ooh. in his head. Oh yeah, we forgot and, to mention. At least Ben Simmons can do other things. Matisse Dybul was so bad that they literally just stopped playing him. They were like, we'd rather play bad defense and have your bum ass out there in all turns. Hey man, Matisse Dybul saw Ben Simmons as a role model. If he could just do cardio for six <laughs> bro. <laughs> Yeah, we forgot to mention Ben Simmons is still there in Brooklyn, man. <laughs> He's gonna get his value up. It's <laughs> so funny, man. They started with Harden, KD, and Irving, ended with Ben Simmons. Someone needs to make a uh, how it's going or or how it started, how it's going. Oh, I actually yeah, Bleacher Report did that. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so I don't like I don't get why the Hornets did this. I mean. Jalen McDaniels is young. They should have tried to keep him. I don't know what the Hornets were doing generally, bro. You know, everyone's talking about how the Bulls should have done something, you know. Bro, what are the Hornets doing? Trade Rozier. Try to trade Gordon Hayward. Like, they only traded Plumlee for a second. And then McDaniels, who actually could be part of their future for two seconds. Why aren't you trading Rozier? Surprisingly enough, the Hornets are... Not doing as well, man. They have like 17 wins. 
They're terrible. They, uh, they panic. The the people I follow on Twitter that are uh, fans of the Hornets, they were like, I think they they it was a panic move, and they didn't want to pay everyone that they had, so they just said, "Screw it, we're gonna trade everyone." Or not trade everyone, but trade McDaniel's. I don't. If anything, I I would have I would have probably wanted to keep McDaniel's and trade PJ Washington. I'd rather pay Jalen McDaniel's maybe than PJ Washington. They like no, I don't. They don't have anybody like good except like only Lamelo is somebody who's definitely there long term. Like PJ Washington, he's decent, but he's like up and down. You know, Miles Bridges is like you know missing because of all his stuff. You know, you got Hayward. Hayward's nah, nah, cool. nah, nah, nah. not even that good. Hey, give him his title as a assaulter. Okay. You got Rozier. You got Oubre. Like, what is this team? What does this team is gonna be bad for a long time? They only have one good player that they can build around. <laughs> My goat would never build such a shit out. Hey, hey, hey! We're just. The GOAT debate is only about their playing ability. It is not about their management ability. We ignore that. No, we can we can bring in their uh their hey, say, Your GOAT is not even gonna attempt managing. Yeah, he can. He could. You easily could. He'd be listen. He wouldn't the, even Your GOAT broke the scoring record and lost to the Thunder at home. Don't talk to me. The Thunder are good. The Thunder the are good. not good, man. <laughs> Thunder have three your favorite team multiple times. That was luck. <laughs> the Rosen was out for one of those games. You can't hold it against us. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right, moving on. Next trade. Okay, the Warriors. So everyone. Okay, first of all, I really wish the Warriors got OG and OB because that would have been really fun. Because I'm my prediction when it came through. Yeah, but what have they got rid of? It would have had to be like Moody, Wiseman picks, and I bet they tried to get Kuminga, and that's why they didn't make the trade. That's probably why. Um, oh, yeah, Kuminga. And then They're the Raptors. And then the Raptors ended up trading for Pirtle and being like, "All right, we're gonna run it back one more time. This time with a real center." I like the Pirtle trade, but like, disappointed. This is like it's like the third straight year where the Raptors are like supposed to be the team that makes a big move at the deadline, and then they do nothing. Come on. neither None of Van Vliet, Ananobi, or Trent got traded. How? How does that happen? They enjoy watching us suffer. Anyway, so Warriors pivoted. So, two trades. They traded Wiseman to the Pistons. Pistons traded Bay to the Hawks. And then five second-round picks to the Warriors. And then the Warriors turned around and traded five second-round picks. And Kevin Knox, who they also got from the Hawks. For Gary Payne, uh, the second. Um. So the Warrior, the the Blazers had already gotten Thibel. That was a nice move. I mean, it was a decent move because they were gonna get rid of Payton, and you know Thibel's younger. Let could have potential, and you know you need good defenders by Dame. Um, Warriors get back Gary Payne the second, who was huge for them last season. So I like that a lot. Pistons, I don't know. I swapping out Sadiq Bay for J- James Wiseman, I don't like it. They already have a bunch of big men. Yeah, that was really dumb to me. I don't know. Because uh they have Durant, who I really like. They have Isaiah Stewart. They have Bagley. 
and the hope is to get one Banyama, so it makes no sense for them to bring him in. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, it's too many big men. Just, like, why? It's not even like they traded somebody after. I like, I get it. They maybe you think, the, uh... maybe you think Wiseman can be great, but still, really, they, they want to run the five center lineup with Wemby at the one, Isaiah Stewart at the two, Duran at the three, Bagley at the four, and Wiseman at the five. Oh, God. They, want to they want to troll. Then then they're going to sign Bull Bull, you know, going to go crazy. Mo Bamba, you know, get get the whole we, together. We, are, we already know. We already know. They gave us they gave us their plan. Um, And the Hawks getting Bay is pretty nice. Like, I get it. Five second round picks, but that's a pretty nice deal. You know, Bay is a pretty solid player. And then... um. Well, so they get they got. He hasn't been amazing this year, but you only gave him. I like I really like him. I I get he struggled and he's not a great defender, but like his offensive ability is enough that I thought he'd stick with the Pistons for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So Blazers are just like they don't care. The the Blazers know like this is not their year. They're just getting a few picks. And getting a couple of young players, and we'll try again next year. That's why they also traded Josh Hart to the Knicks for a first. I think I think the Knicks first, so that'll be like late teens, early twenties pick, and then Cameron Reddish. It's uh protected too. Yeah, but like the Knicks uh, are gonna make I, the playoffs, so I mean, yeah. Honestly, I'd rather have it convey this year. Instead of having turned it to four second rounders. See, my problem with this is, is Josh Hart really what the Knicks need? Like, I feel like they need three point shooting, and more of a wing than a guard. Josh Hart's not a three point shooter. Well, like he can. The thing with him is like, he says random periods where he's either hitting everything or missing everything. So right now he's just stopped shooting. But yeah, he doesn't. Bro, we went to the Blazers game last week. This man. Had multiple open corner threes. He just just didn't take them. Like, I get it. He's good at, like, cutting. He's good at rebounding. He's a good defender. But the Knicks need shooting. They did it. I don't know. I think they did it just because they, they, because Tibbs wanted him. He's a Tibbs guy. And Brunson. 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 See the video of Brunson. It was so wholesome. I mean, he's without a doubt he's better than Cameron Reddish. Like he can actually play, so that's in that way it's good. Yeah. I just feel like with all the assets the Knicks have, you know, I know they allegedly tried to get Levine, but I wanted to get that Levine. That would have been fun. It, well, not not from not for us as Bulls fans, but like from a neutral perspective, it would have been fun. Um. Okay, a few more to go through here. The Clippers, so the Clippers, like I said earlier, between them, the Heat, and the Bulls, they'll get Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson, and Russell Westbrook. But um, the Clippers also got Eric Gordon. They traded Kennard to the Grizzlies. And they also got Bones Highland for a couple seconds. So pretty solid move. Yeah, I like the Clippers. What the Clippers did. Went out and got a bunch of solid pieces because uh, they've been a disappointing team. Their depth hasn't been what we thought it was going to be, so they just said, let's go on and make some moves. Yeah, and, you know, 
Gordon is probably a better version of Kennard anyway. You know, probably a better shooter. And then yeah. Highland. So they got rid of John Wall because he's done. He's he's just washed, unbelievably washed. Um, Reggie Jackson, they they lose him. That washed. Sorry, John Wall. Oh yeah, they lose Reggie Jackson, which hurts a little bit. But I mean, it wasn't really working the as as well as they hoped as they hoped. So yeah, they're definitely gonna get one of Beverly or Westbrook. And, you know, that's better now, but, you know, they kind of hoped to get Kyrie. They couldn't get Kyrie. Kennard for the Grizzlies is a decent pickup, you know, another wing, somebody who can create his own shot, shoot threes, even though they also wanted Ananobi. Pelicans wanted Ananobi, too. Everyone wanted Ananobi. It should have been a count. He should have been Karen. Um. Oh, I I just missed this. Danny Green, the Grizzlies got rid of Danny Green. Danny Green's gonna be uh on the bio market too. That would be a nice pickup for the Bulls, actually. Uh, what else do we got? And then we're waving the dead man. Pacers will wave Sergi Bunker. Oh no. Anyway. Shaping. Um few more trades. Celtics got Mike Muscala. I like that move. They need a backup wing and backup big. And Muscala's like the analytics love Muscala. The boy the shooter. He's a solid, solid player. Nuggets got Thomas Bryant. That was a good move for them. Because they needed somebody who could actually, somebody with a pulse behind Jokic. So funny though, Thomas Bryant, Thomas Bryant asked for a trade because he has less minutes now that AD is back. Bro, you're not going to play in Denver. I was going to post about that. Like, bro, request a trade because he's not playing a lot behind AD and now he's to play behind Jokic. I mean, yeah, at least the Nuggets got a good backup center, but still. Mm-hmm. And then, I think, uh, Lakers got Mobamba, like we said. Oh, Pelicans got Josh Richardson. That's the one we forgot. Oh, and the Clippers got Mason Plumley. So Plumley for the Clippers, they needed a backup for Zubats because Zubats is literally the only center they have. That was a good move. And then Pelicans getting Josh Richardson, get off the Devontae Graham contract. Give up a few seconds. Pretty decent. Um. So yeah, let's let's do a couple things to wrap up here. Let's uh, let's each pick one bit one winner and loser of the deadline, and then we'll also make a quick Super Bowl pick, and then we'll head out. So let's see. I think my biggest winner. Oh, you can go first, yeah. My biggest winner. Uh, I'll say both the LA team because I like the most. The my biggest loser. Either the Heat or the Bulls. 
say more so the Bulls. Because mm. I think they should have picked the direction to go in. Instead, now they're going to continue to measly wander around the mediocrity. No. No. Those are bad. No. Okay, no disrespect. Four or five matchup is going to be Bulls Cavs, and the Bulls are winning in six. You understand, in order for it to be a 4 5 matchup, you guys have to get up to the 5 seed, which will require you guys to win games. Which you we are doing that. Doing. And don't, don't even. We're bouncing back. Call us, call us, call us, call us, call us, call us. You're winners and losers. Hurry up. Alright. Honestly, if if you have to go, you can you can leave. Me and you can stay a little bit. Alright, let me give my Super Bowl predictions real quick. I got Eagles 34. Uh, Chiefs. 20. They're gonna be like a 20? Whole team the other... Yeah. What? So, yes, bro. The the Eagles defense is so good. Get out of here, man. There's literally a book. It. Put your life savings on it. I'll see you guys next time. My boys are gonna wrap this up. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? My winner. I got. Okay, Dallas and Phoenix. That's pretty obvious, you know. Yeah, it's a given. And then, um, you know, Dallas, both teams get a bona fide superstar without losing too much of their current team. My loser, I'm just going to go with Brooklyn, to be honest, because, you know, like I said, they should have just gone all in and said, like, screw it, we'll try to win this year and then we can blow it up in the summer. It's not like there would have been worse offers for KD. They still could have gotten something for Kyrie. But, you know, now they're going to be bad for five years with nothing to show for it. Yeah. Um, you actually took my pick for the loser, Brooklyn. Pick someone um, else. All right, I'll try to pick someone else. Um, I am actually going to choose the Jazz. They're on the brink of making the play-in. Larry Markinen has been a stud this year. I mean, their team is, is meh, but, like, they basically just, by the trades they made, I feel like they are indicating that they they want to go rebuild mode because we obviously know that Westbrook does not want to play in Utah and is going to try to do his best to get out of there. Um, but one of my losers is Utah and winners, besides the uh, Mavericks and Suns, are going to go... I'm gonna go Portland. Winner. Yeah. Why? Well, number one, they got Cam Reddish, which I feel like I don't know why he was out of the exportation the past two months. I feel like he is an underrated pick. Um, number two. Um, unfortunately, they they did lose Josh Hart. But um, what was the other pick they made? Thibel. They, yes, Matisse Thibel. So you add Thibel and you add Cam Reddish to a an offensively studded team with Dame Dillard, uh, Anthony, Jeremy Grant picks things up. I guess you can consider him. And then once they get Nurkic back, they'll be a solid team, especially with rotation now and with uh, depth from the bench. I I like that they got, you know, a hundred second round picks for Gary Payton. 
because you know it's not that valuable to them relative to like the warriors they're just like they're just realizing like this is not their year they're gonna try and get some more assets and then try again next year they if they could have gotten kd i feel like they really could have gotten kd like like i was talking about the kings the blazers like have a good package that they could have given they could have given simons um shaden sharp who else Drew Eubanks, maybe? It would have been Simon, Shaden Sharp, uh, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. Um, I'd like to draft. Maybe Hart. If they, yeah, maybe Hart. And then they get KD. The problem, the problem was literally that their pick that they owe to the Bulls is just so weirdly protected that they literally cannot trade other picks. So they would have had to bring in the Bulls and give them something too. Which, I mean, they could have... Let's see. Bulls. They could have they gave us Josh Hart. I would have been fine with that. Or even like... Uh, Justice Winslow. I don't know. I don't know. It would have been had. To, it had to be something decent. I. It, they're they're mad because they were probably thinking like, oh yeah, in the summer we can trade for KD, and now he's just suddenly gone. Yeah, That's really unfortunate. Um, the Jazz. I don't, the Jazz. I mean, they're not gonna win a. Playoff series with this team, so it's just good to get more picks. But I feel like they definitely could have gotten more than they act what they actually did. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, this is you pick for the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. So, best offense versus best defense. They're really, really even. First, I want to go through like you have to look at every position, right? So. Chiefs had the advantage at QB. Eagles have the advantage at running back. Though it's it's not it's not that big of a difference between Pacheco and Miles Sanders. I think Pacheco's an abs- absolute monster. You also have to keep in mind that CEH just got activated off IR this week. Yeah, and I'd rather have Edwards Alaire than Boston Scott or Kenneth Gainwell. So Depth goes to the Chiefs. Starter goes to the Eagles. Wide receiver, definitely Eagles. Not that the Chiefs have bad receivers, but the Eagles have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And, yeah, and the, uh, the Juju's. Juju's up. Yeah, like if we're ranking those guys, Juju is third after those two. Quez Watkins is probably like fifth. So Eagles definitely better there. Tight end, Chiefs. Goddard's good, but he's no Travis Kelsey. O-line. This is tough. I think it's Eagles, but the Chiefs have a great O-line, too. Yeah. At least it's better than last time, because I know some people are like, oh, the the same thing happened a couple years ago. That's why the Buccaneers blew out the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It's not the same, because, yeah, the Eagles' defense is comparable to that one, but the Chiefs' O-line is way better, and Mahomes isn't going to be that injured, at least we think, allegedly. 
we think, but at the end of the first quarter, he's going to start hobbling. I hope not. Um, But, yeah, both teams will go to O-lines. Eagles have a better one. Defense. Is there any position that the Chiefs have a, are better at defense? I like they have they have the best the best by himself defender like Chris Jones by himself is better than every single player on the Eagles defense but the Eagles defense is literally better everywhere else so it kind of makes up oh, yeah. for it. The thing with Kansas City and that's actually their their vulnerability. Um, half their defense is made up of rookies, and I think that's actually going to catch up to them and. It could be one of the main reasons why they end up losing. I actually like, but their rookies are good. Like, they've been very good. All the Watsons have been very good for them. Uh, number one, I liked how you grouped all the Watsons. Uh, number two, I mean, yes, I'm not saying anything about their their skills and their talent. Uh, I'm just saying, from the NFL experience is also needed, and unfortunately, they lack that. Hey, don't forget they have Mr. January. Eh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Steve Spagnolo is still bad. And the Chiefs will still lose. So bad. They have Frank Clark, who's third all-time in playoff sacks. He's Mr. January. I don't know I can help them win. Okay, I think I can definitely say this game's going to be high-scoring, right? Because... It's it's so hard. To, I get why you're saying thirty-four to twenty. I get why all this said thirty-four twenty Eagles. Because yeah, their roster is better. But the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, man. Like, and their defense, even though it's not good, always just randomly makes plays. True. It has to be an amazing game. Like, there's just no way it's not a good game. Like, last year was a good game, nothing special. This, I think this year is going to be, like, top five of the century. I hope, at least. We hope. So, I'll make my score predictions before yours. Um, I'm actually going, although I want it to be high scoring because of the great offenses, on the field, but I am going to go 23-17 Philadelphia. 23, why 23-17? Why 23-17? Um, number one, I feel like nerves are going to catch them in the beginning. Um, They're on this big stage, so they might like make some silly mistakes that they normally don't make. And the uh, that they normally don't make in the regular season. Um, again, back to my point about experience. Mahomes is the only experienced uh person. Mahomes and Kelsey are the only experienced people players on their offense. Uh, Philly, although if I'm not mistaken, uh, actually AJ Brown has some playoff experience and Jason Kelsey. Um, but other than that, I think. Philly will end up making less mistakes than Kansas City. So that's going to give them the advantage. I've got, okay, my X factors for both teams on defense. I've got for the Chiefs, Mr. January himself. If he shows up 
it's going to be very hard for the Eagles to stop both him and Chris Jones. For the Eagles, X-Factor is going to be Marcus Epps. Because I feel like... So, their issue is going to be they're going to have to cover Kelsey, right? If they stop Kelsey enough, they can limit the Chiefs' offense. They're not going to match up Bradbury or Slay with Kelsey. They're, they're just going to put them outside. And then they're probably going to have C.J. Gardner-Johnson play like free safety. So he'll just be over the top. That means it's usually going to be Epps and or one of T.J. Edwards, Kaiser White playing on him. Playing on uh, Kelsey. So it's really up to those three guys if they can slow him down enough. Then Mahomes on a bum ankle is going to have to look for other players. And while the receivers aren't bad, their corners can shut down Huju. Um, Valdez, Scantling, Kadarius, Tony, you know, enough that they can win. Yeah. My pick. Hmm. This is going to be tough. I'm going to say Chiefs win. Really? I'm going to say they win 37 to 31. Wow. You had a shootout over there. Actually, uh, let me see. 37-34. Take a little closer. Yeah, I, I really think it's going to be a shootout because I know the Eagles' defense is like flies the ball and everything. I just think Mahomes is gonna just going to make the plays that make them... It's going to be a high-scoring game. So you're giving Kermit the Frog his second ring? Hell yeah, bro. He's the real GOAT, not that fraud Brady who's finally gone. Nobody likes Brady. I think he's gone for now. For now, I hope forever. I don't want him to next time. You know, no. he'll be signing with uh, Josh McDaniels. No, no, yes, I'm done. Yes. I want him gone. Okay, um, I think that wraps it up. We'll be back next week, maybe hopefully, the week after, very soon after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, peace out. Peace.